Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down with George Kurtz right now. And I said a couple of minutes ago, out of all the games I'm watching, I noticed the refereeing is very erratic in this Dallas-Minnesota game. I believe it was Jamie Benn. Jamie Benn just got lit up in front of the net. He got hit in the face with a stick. It was blatant. It was in front of everybody. You know what I mean? It was like, dude. And, you know, it was like, come on, man. Take a look at this. It hit him in the face. For real. And you can see, like, there was a mark on his face. And it's so stupid, oh, if you draw blood. Like, the NHL is the type of league that if you took out a gun and shot at someone on the ice, but you missed, you would nothing would happen to you. <laughs> like, it'd be like, you know, he took a gun out. You know he took a gun out and shot at him, huh? He'd be like, yeah, but he didn't hit him. <laughs> he missed him. <laughs> like, right? George, you know it's true. And Matthias, it's true. The NHL judges things by the extent of the injury. Like... <laughs> You can murder someone, but if they get up, they don't do anything. If you murder someone and they don't get up, then they do something. It's like this league is so like, I know the codes of it, so I sort of get it. But I want to get to the point. They hit bad. They missed it. They freaking knew they missed it. I told I told everyone in the chat. I said these refs do suck for real. I don't like calling out NHL refs. They do a good job. But I was like, dude, these guys, these refs are terrible. And then after, oh, oh my God, how do you not score? <laughs> and then. Uh, Minnesota nearly just scored, but they didn't. And then basically, there was a little collision in front of the net. Buddy on Dallas took a massive dive. There was no need to call a penalty, and they call a penalty. Classic makeup call, George Kurtz, but looks like Minnesota's about to kill this penalty off. Yeah, yeah, they, looks like they are. Oh, well, uh, making it tougher and tougher to uh, get this over here from Dallas here. I think to, uh, to follow your point, something I've been complaining about forever about the NHL, uh, the, the drawing blood thing is idiotic because, you know, we've all known people who you could – you could, you know, slash them with a machete and they don't bleed. And other people, you just, you know, yell harshly at them, they do bleed. You know, some of them have a tougher skin than others. So I never understood the uh, the bleeding thing. That makes no sense. It's the act that should be punished, not the uh, the result. Let and uh, another thing to do when it comes to would suspensions. You cheat? Would you cheat? I would. Yes, of course. I'd have a blood capsule in my mouth. Why the hell not? No, you know what though? Not a capsule. You need to take it a step further. Are you gonna razor bite your blade. own tongue or bite your lip? No, razor blade, like wrestlers. You put a razor blade. I'm dead serious, bro. You put a little razor blade on your inside of your glove, and at some point, the thing is, there's freaking cameras everywhere. So, like, you've got to like, I don't know, like, how you'd be able to pull it off. <laughs> You're gonna be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, but you sort of just scuff, like you scuff your, you lean down, you scuff, you just rip your forehead open with the razor blade, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought of it, George. I've been like, I've actually contemplated. I'm like, how could you do this and get away with this? I'll tell you one thing. I'm not doing it if I play for the New York Islanders. They can't score in the power play anyway. There's no point in mutilating myself. You'd have to do it first. You'd have to do it first and put Vaseline. See, I'm really getting creative now. You'd have to cut yourself first, put Vaseline on it, and then sort of mess with it as the game goes on. <laughs> but... It's a lot of trouble to go through. Level two, this is Sportsrage. I am Gabriel Moranci. And welcome to the only show in the world that is contemplating if you should use a razor blade on yourself in an NHL hockey game to try to draw your own blood to draw a penalty. 
I think it's a brilliant idea. I just think you get caught, George. That's my concern. <laughs> Oh, God. I'll stick with the blood capsules. It would be well, a great I mean, idea if you could not get caught. Well, blood guess, capsules. You know, if you do what you said, though, if you have it you're somewhere in your in your glove and you're like, oh, you go down, you put your hands over your face, and then you start doing it, you know, without, you know, you don't need to be have a big cut. You need no. to bleed. And you could have it in, like, the outside of your glove, but you sort of cover it up and just sort of, it sometimes you just sort of open it a bit and you just do, like, that little... Yeah, you'd have to practice it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, you know, yeah, but you're not you don't cut yourself all the time. But you'd have to sort of like it's like pickpocketing. You know what I mean? You'd have to sort of like put it this way, George. I say it, and it sounds like oh, that's that's crazy, bro. I said, was it crazy with Phil Necro? You know what I mean? You figure, nah, someone will see you, bro. Like you're right in front of everybody. Pitchers have been doing it for a hundred years, George. You're not cheating. You're not trying. Uh, that's my, one of my favorite. You know, it was Joe Negro, the brother, right? He did that in Minnesota, right? Uh, what? Yeah, Emory well, Port? No. Well, was he threw it when he threw it? it. Landed me on the ground. It. I don't know how it got when there. When he threw it, yeah. <laughs> not me. You know, that was the ultimate naked gun scene, right? They're pulling Vaseline yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, power yeah, yeah. sand and everything else out of the guy's pocket. Do you remember when uh, remember Jay Howell of the Dodgers against the Mets in the playoffs? That was yes. big. He got turfed in the playoff game, cheating. <laughs> he was scuffing the ball. Well, the, they were, the Minnesota Twins are still uh, angry about uh, Domingo Herman on Saturday because he had uh, a lot of rosin. Well, unfortunately for them, that's a legal substance. I don't know how the hell Dallas hasn't scored a bunch of times here. Oh my God, it just won't go in. Yeah, this is why I don't know. I don't think we can, we can win this. They they can't beat them. They can't beat Gustafson all of a sudden. Flip Gustafson. One one great shot hockey. from Minnesota to win this. Dallas are dominating overtime, guys. Like they're they're like all over them. Well, I tell you what, I remember because I remember telling you guys it was forty thirty in shots at the end of the regulation. I think it's forty two thirty eight now. That's all you need to know. Like, Dallas are all over them. And, yeah, like Georgia stated. In other words, Minnesota is about to win any second now. That's the way the hockey works. All right, we'll track the Kings and the Oilers. More with Kurtz on the other side. We'll talk. We'll see if we talk a little Jalen Hurts and more. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The Monday Night Meltdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. The Pips, the Players, the Hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it with George Kurtz right now. Scoop Jackson will join us in Level 3. We'll talk NBA basketball with Scoop. Rick Saratella from the NFL Draft Bible normally joins us at site.com every Monday. He was in San Diego over the weekend uh, for the hub. He lives uh, on the Jersey Shore. And, 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 and the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers have just scored. I see the LA Kings disputing this right now and i see actually the referees telling everybody to chill out right now george kurtz with us george what's this just happened quick are they disputing a high stick yes high stick are they saying no goal 
They're, they're, they're calling, I think they're calling it a high stick. The referee said high stick. stick. Let's see. And that is a high stick. That is not a goal. And I have Edmonton. That's not a goal. That's a high stick. Ah, uh, it's not even close. Yeah, it's no goal. That's no goal. That's not going to count. That should count. Uh, talking rules. Like, why doesn't that count? Like, seriously. I guess because, you, uh, you, once again, you don't want to hit somebody in the head. You don't want those sticks uh, going around uh, along eyeballs and stuff like that. I kind of get that one. I'm okay with that. Hey, I got to tell you, sucks. I'm a good play-by-play guy, though. I didn't get everyone excited. I said they scored, but, but, but. <laughs> yeah, we're getting tortured here. All right, we get the uh, Dallas Stars get the power play in overtime. They don't score here. Now we get a goal by Everton that's going to be called back. Rightfully so. It's it's a no goal. But it's like, oh, I, I, I just You're want not, For the game. record, uh, sorry, George, just one. for the record, for people tuning in just that don't know, just for the record, uh, you're not allowed having the stick above the crossbar of the net. So the level of the net, you're allowed to have your stick as high as like the top of the net. His stick was like his over his head. His above the bar. <laughs> That's not even close. Like, yeah, like the shot was he put his stick like above his head and it hit his stick and it went in. Oh, That's tough. Is that, you know... Yeah. As, uh, since we, lo- I mean, I don't mind that because that's obvious. All right, that's an obvious no. All right, so uh, you know, I can see, you can see from TV. All right, that's not going to count. Fine, so that, that, that's not going to make me angry. It's just, it's more of a uh, just bad luck, you know, that uh, a bad sign and anything else. I don't mind that. That's an obvious call here. They got it right. Fine, we move on. It's the ones that are, oh, you know, ticky tacky. If they were called an offside because you know escape blade came above, I'll tell you what, that though, annoyed me more. They need to. Um... This is a big couple of minutes here. If you'll notice, Edmonton are really good early in these periods because of the fast ice, man. Like yep. it's it's an advantage for Edmonton, and Edmonton has the fastest and the best ice in the National Hockey League by far. Oh, oh, uh, they just had a scoring chance, but buddy fell. But you're noticing Edmonton early in the period here. LA are having problems. Like Edmonton with this fast ice. Once the ice starts to slow down, it's going to help LA. They they need to just sort of survive this first sort of five seven minutes. But you really have a clean sheet of ice right now in Edmonton, and they they're always known for having the best ice. And here come the Kings. Oh, to back up oh. your point, the Edmonton Oilers had the uh, most goals in the first period in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. Quick starters and on that clean sheet. Yeah. Uh, sort of like a football team, George. Right? You want to slow down a, a good team, like a fast team with that thick grass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Certain teams, uh, uh, baseball teams, that have their grass and the infield grass go. Like Detroit Tigers have the infield grass go really high to stop those ground balls. Or certain teams, or back in the day when you actually did bunt, some teams would have their home where slanted towards the uh, towards the third base line, so those bunts would roll foul if they were playing a bunting team, or the other way if they were a bunting team. This is stressful stuff, isn't it, George? Like this playoff yeah. hockey, overtime it, it, hockey. And there's two of them. That's the problem here. I it's know. Not just one game. There's two games we're watching here. I uh, the odd, though. Thank God there's not a shootout. I don't win in shootouts, so thank God they're going to play, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. If we had uh, a shootout, it would sort of be advantage. All right. What's this? Is this a penalty? What's the shootout he's pitching? No, I don't think there's a penalty. I think he wants. Drew he was complaining. Nugent Hopkins was in the slot and fell when they passed him the puck. Dreisaitl passed it to Nugent Hopkins, and I think it was Dreisaitl. No, maybe not. How did he fall? He just fell on his own. Right. Look, the circle got him. What's Dowdy bitching about? I don't know. Bookstad came in and sort of speared him a bit, but whatever. Uh, so 16-18, this one's stressed out. Now, there's only a buck fifty left in the first overtime here, George, in Dallas. We might go to double overtime, bro. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who I think, which team has. I guess, once again, I, Dallas seems to be the fresher team. They're at home, so I guess it's their advantage. Minnesota, they rested their players down the stretch. So I wonder if they're just not the legs aren't quite there because they haven't played as much. Uh has been hurt for advantage. most of the second half, that sort of thing. I think it's just a crapshoot. It is. It's, it's going to be a puck luck thing. Yeah. Get in yeah. front of the net, screen the goalie. Yeah, yeah, you got to hope. It's always a weird goal. It's rare that, like, in overtime that in the playoffs that it's some like, oh, my God, what a goal. Screen and crash. Screen and yeah, crash. it's normally like, oh, they just flicked it to the net, and it's like, oh, it hit a skate, it hit this, or whatever. Like, oh, the scene, just like that. 
I just got I went back to Minnesota here and Dallas. Dallas just flicked one at the net from the point. I like that. I like that. I'm a fan of that. George, the nice, hard, low shot at the net, that quick flick shot, and it causes problems in traffic, that. The goalie has a hard time seeing it. Everybody, players are big nowadays too, George, so on skates, it's hard when it's along the ice, like just sort of, they're big dudes, you know what I mean? It's hard reacting to it when it's that low that fast. Not to mention uh, pucks black, most of the skates are black, can be tough to pick up here, easy to deflect as well. There's Well, that's another thing. There's a bunch of sticks that all go at it at once. God knows where it'll bounce, right? Because everybody sticks their stick out to it because it's along the ice type thing. And so you got defensemen trying to block it. You got forwards trying to tip it. It's tough for the goalie. Like that was, like I said, it nearly got through. Like I'm a big fan of that. I got to tell you what, Dallas are doing everything you're supposed to do in a hockey game in overtime. Except score. Yeah, they're like, they're not trying to overpass. Like, they are literally doing everything possible. They're shooting low. They're shooting high. They're passing. They're keeping it. Like, they have tried everything. Like, they really are. Like, it's one of those, you got to shoot it, guys. Like, they really are shooting it, George. You notice? Like, they're, they're doing everything. Like, but, oh, God, here comes Minnesota now. Oh, God. Oh. 20 seconds left in overtime. This is torture where they should let people still buy beer. They stopped selling beer with like eight minutes left in the third period, 10 minutes left in the third period. I, I actually, I don't drink, but I, I would agree with you, by the way, because this game can go on another hour, hour and a half. Easy. Right? You're going to get another 20 minute break here before we uh, play again. Yeah, so you're not drinking, George, but if you're drinking beer, you get sleepy if you stop. You know what I'm saying? Well, my, my theory was always this. So when it came to the drinking beer, there was now big in baseball because of how quick the games are going. <laughs> does the extra 10, 15, 20, half hour even, does that make a difference? Oh, you got so broken 30 minutes? Really? That seems to be all PR more than anything else. And obviously, baseball doesn't care anymore either because a bunch of teams are doing it after the eighth inning now. So they don't, now it definitely doesn't make a difference. Texas Rangers actually became the first. They're doing it all game now. So. Me, what's a half an inning? Ten minutes at most? Are you kidding me? No one's sobering up in ten minutes. No, you th- well, you think it's a bad look, like uh, for the uh, drunk driving and mothers are mad, mad and all that. Look, even a player—I don't know who was it. One of the players, the guy was the guy in the Phillies. I think it was a guy in the Phillies. It was one of the yeah. It was a reliever on the Phillies. Oh, Strom. Yeah, Strom. He complained. He bitched about it. Like he said, "This is crazy." He goes, "I thought we stopped selling beer in the seven for safety, so people." But you're right, George. Nobody's sobering up. You're either drunk or you're not. <laughs> like at a right. baseball that, that was game. That was a sham anyway. That was PR. <laughs> That's all that was is PR. Yeah, but you know what it is. The U.S. is very litigious, as you know. So sort of like a bar, yeah. man. Bars get sued for people like leaving. So I don't know, George. I'd figure if I was a baseball team, I'd be litigiously vulnerable here. If someone got smashed, we served them beer in the ninth inning, and they crashed in someone like right outside the stadium. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. on the way home. Yeah. They realized they were going to lose a million dollars a year, upwards of a million dollars a year each. I saw one report. I don't know who it was. They think they lost like $200,000 worth of beer sales in the first weekend. They panicked. (laughs) Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. What what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like a We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. That could be Jay Woodcraft after this game. As uh, the Edmonton Oilers have allowed the LA Kings to come back from down two, two times in this hockey game. We're going to double overtime in Dallas, Minnesota, and the Dallas Stars. The Wild and the Stars are tied to two. Going to double overtime or an intermission. There's 12 minutes left in overtime right now. The first overtime of Edmonton and Los Angeles. The Edmonton Oilers have been all over. All right. They're like, yeah, they're, they're all over. All over the Los Angeles Kings. And um, they had a goal disallowed, but it was a blatant high stick. Um and, you know, the way hockey goes, man, the way hockey works, we've seen this script before. The team that sort of suffocates the other team and has a million chances always seemingly is the one to lose on a cheap goal on, like, the counterattack after the other goalie makes a big save. And um, and uh, right now, right now, that's the theme here. El- Listen, man, Edmonton have played a great period uh, here of overtime hockey, George, but they have nothing to show for it right now. And I got to tell you what, the L.A. Kings are buzzing around the net right now. No, I agree. You know, we watched enough of the hockey this to know that team that dominates but doesn't get the puck in the net, the other team gets one chance. You know, they make one mistake, a puck deflects 38 times, and all of a sudden it's in the back of the net and you lose. So uh, it's been a frustrating game. Uh, like I said, I, I counted this game as a win when it was they, they had a 3-1 lead late and they choked it up. Here. Just when I start to believe that Edmonton can choke things down on defense, but they're getting better on defense, uh, disappointing game. Uh, maybe they'll still pull it out here, but... Uh, I just I, I can't see how I'm going to win both. That Edmonton and Dallas both win. They both dominate, but both haven't put the freaking biscuit in the basket. So it's uh, been a frustrating game here. And listen, credit to the Kings, right? Credit to Corpus Allo. They're playing good. They're not, they're not letting up the A opportunity. They're letting up a lot of uh, shots and stuff like that, but not the A opportunity. You think of uh, it's crazy, too, as far as the total. Hey guys, it was three freaking two with 16 seconds left. Like the game was about to stay under, and Edmonton were about to win, and suddenly, boom, here it is. Game goes over, and who knows who's going to win? Here comes Edmonton. Oh, oh, big save, big save. Man, these hockey playoffs, great game here, great game. And the Los Angeles Kings, George, are going on the power play. Yeah, I saw, I saw the. I want to see the replay for the penalty. If it's legit, if it's one of those, like I said, where they, your arm goes up and you can't stop it. I'd like to see this. Don't know if this is worth, you know, from first look, I don't know if this is a great call here. My gut, and listen, I'm on Edmonton. I didn't have a problem with the live call. My initial was, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a penalty. Let's see. That's a penalty. Mm-hmm. It's a penalty. It's a penalty, but it's a dumbass play. What is the guy? That's what I'm saying, George. Like, the original collision, they didn't call anything. Fine. Why did you stick your stick out and trip the guy after? Right. He swung your stick. I mean, come on. You can't do... Even in overtime, I would have called that. I would have called that, George. I don't think I would have, but it is a penalty. I mean, I can't can't argue, but I don't think I would have called that. Uh, I don't want to get my games mixed up, because in the Dallas game, we've seen a lot worse be let go. Yeah, you but know, they're all over the place we, uh, in that last game. It. No, I know, I know. I guess. I'll tell you what, the Edmonton fans don't like it. <laughs> <Zero stuff. laughs> Shocking. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not impressed with the call. Are they throwing stuff on the ice? Yep. Yeah, yeah. They're not showing it on TV on my feed. 
Yeah, same here. I saw in the corner, I saw in the corner a bunch of dudes, like, right at the glass, like, really, like, getting angry. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, these guys are about to start throwing things on the ice. I saw a garbage a cam- can. Yeah. They had a garbage can on the ice. That's how I knew they were throwing stuff. <laughs> how did they manage to get a garbage can on the ice? Uh, I guess they take, take it out from the, the door here to, you know, just like when all these... Where's the, the hell, how did the usher, where's the usher saying, hey, you can't bring the garbage can down with you? What the hell's going on in Edmonton? Come on. That's pretty Come lame on. they didn't show it either on TV. I did on my feed they didn't show it. They showed the ref. I always comments. hate when they don't show the uh, whoever's running around, uh, you know, when someone uh, skates in the stands. It's over. Show that. I want to see the guy get crushed. LA uh, just crap. scored. Crap. LA just won. Wow. What a choke job by the Edmonton Oilers. Again. Yeah, that's the key word there. Again and again and again. All right. Like I said, go Dallas. Go Dallas. Wow. Wow. The LA Kings come back with 16.7 seconds remaining. Tie the game. Send it to overtime. Edmonton has a disallowed goal early in overtime. Questionable penalty. George Kurtz thinks so. I actually think, yeah, it was a penalty. Tripped him. It was and, a penalty. Uh, I just don't I don't know if I would have called it in overtime. I'm not saying it wasn't a penalty. I just don't know if I would have called that in overtime. Hell of a play from Kopitar setting it up by a follow with the game winner. Uh, that's a nice tic-tac-toe. Maya Kopitar, so I didn't see who he passed up uh, to about the goal line to by a follow. That's a nice play. Skinner didn't have a snowball's chance. That's a oh, nice that, play. That goal that Skinner led into was bad, the last goal that tied the game. Yeah, that, that's the one that hurts. And listen, we said it. Edmonton had a million chances to win, and they didn't. Yeah, yeah. One mistake. They made one mistake, and it's in the back of your net. So, oh, frustrating. It's just the same crap with the Edmonton Oilers all the time. <laughs> like, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's teams from Canada that are just cursed. You're up 2-0. You're, you're up 3-1. Unacceptable, George. I agree. Yeah, you blew two two goal leads against a team that's on not your the home ice on the planet. On home that? ice. <laughs> on home ice, and you won. You hadn't lost in the regulate. Well, you still haven't lost in regulation since March 11th, by the way. But you hadn't lost in forever. You defeated this team twice uh, the last what two weeks of the regular season here. Everything was in your favor tonight, and uh, no. Whoa! Wow. The upsets continue and. The L.A. Lakers went on the road. The L.A. Clippers went on the road. The L.A. Kings have just won. And I believe, I think Matias might have taken the L.A. Kings tonight. Actually, he's pretty quiet right now. He could be working and doing something. No, Gabe. But, uh, I took him. I took him. I did. At plus 180 money line before the game started, I took the Kings. You know, I took the Kings and Kings. Sacramento Kings money line and uh, L.A. Kings money line. It's a good night. The Kings King special. The double king. You know what? The only thing that saved me here, I haven't won it yet, but I did take the uh, the Edmonton Oilers plus one and a half um, with the Phoenix Suns on the money line tomorrow. So now I have Phoenix, and I did hit that parlay with the seven and a half and the six and a half, the alternate puck, uh, alternate total parlay, but I would have preferred if the Edmonton Oilers would have won. Um, would have won this game tonight, I'm not going to lie. And uh, now, George? They should have won. That's what's yeah. for, They should have won the game. <sighs> And yeah, just when I'm about to trust the Oilers. Gabe, I gotta say, just man, the look of depression that you got on your face right now—it's perfect for the YouTube fans. I feel bad for for the listeners. I can't see it. It's it, it's like a real sports fan after you lose a, a biter like a biter like that. That's what you're supposed to look like. It's what Gabe looks like right now. Just yeah, I'm not even a fan of the punch. Oilers or anything. Quite frankly, <laughs> I don't punch. even like them. <laughs> not much, but like. <laughs> it's a fan of the bet that you lost. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you, all you about the, the bet. It's, like, it's like, oh. Money yeah, I was like, my money. heart. Yeah, my heart just got ripped out, Matthias. You can see it's like, oh. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're a ship that's stranded in the ocean without any winds. You're stuck with no sail. You know what it is? Dead weight. <laughs> it's just because, like we said, it's like they were all over them. That's why it was like it seemed like George at any minute Edmonton were about to score. You know what I mean? It's like oh they got to score now. Like they're about to score now. Oh they're going to score now. And it's like they never did. And as we just warned everybody, it always seems to happen this way. They get the power play. Boom! Like two seconds into the stupid power play, L.A. Kings win four three final score. 
And uh, now we just got to hope for the best here, George, with the uh, the Dallas Stars and the Minnesota Wild. You you said yeah, you'd listen, accept I said the I split. I wanted I two I and want zero. The split. I'll, I'll take the split. You know, I said that I, I said it before that I would take the split and be happy with it. And this was the more important uh, part of the split, the Dallas game. So I'll certainly take it now. But uh, I mean, Dallas is dominating even, in my mind even more than Edmonton was, and they couldn't beat uh, Gustafson. So. Uh, Fresh ice to start the uh, second overtime here. It is the second overtime, not the third one, right? Uh, I guess Dallas should still have the advantage here. You know, just keep Kaprizov in check. You just can't let him get loose. Anybody? I don't see anybody else really beating you on Minnesota other than Cap. Start George, of, you know, it's uh, funny. I, you guys said it earlier. When you miss that many goals like the Stars just missed in that last overtime, it's like soccer. You know, the team that should yeah. win always wins on there, and then all of a sudden a dumb goal gets let in. It's game over. Also, La Vista. It is a lot like soccer, Matthias. It's the exact same thing. You know what it was? That's how Greece won against Portugal. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> exactly. You know, in Spanish, you're real. saying, man, no, no se perdona. You know, it, you, no sorries. There's no sorries in sports, you know. You miss that many, you're in the trouble. The Uruguayan way, Matthias. <laughs> That's what they like to win <laughs> like that too. Like. It's true. It's the same thing. It's like you don't shoot someone in soccer 13-1. They score on the one goal. They get a penalty kick or something. It's like, yeah, all right. Um, the Minnesota-Dallas game is a little bit different. Listen, Edmonton just choked. Like, let's just call it out for what it is. Right? They just choked. I mean, you got a 3-1 freaking lead in the third period. And you you allow the LA Kings to tie it. You're up 2-0. You're up 2-0 after two periods of play. You gave up three goals in the third period. Skinner! Terrible goal. Puck slipped through the pads. It's all that's your fault, Skinner. I don't want to blame you, but I'm blaming you, Skinner. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Begun. Deuce is wild. 2-2, double overtime. Dallas, Texas. Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars. We've got a great game uh, going on right now. The Los Angeles Kings have just defeated the Edmonton Oilers. They were down 2-0 after two periods of play. Then they were down 3-1. They scored with 16.7 seconds remaining in the hockey game to send it to overtime. There was a disallowed goal early in overtime. Edmonton thought they won, but it was a blatant high stick. And um, then... 
there was a, a tripping penalty, which I thought should have been called. It was tripping. I don't know. You could debate it's overtime and a playoff game and all that, but it was a pretty blatant, and it was in the offensive zone too, or it was about to be um, right outside the blue line. And uh, they called it, and the Kings capitalized and scored right away on the power play. Kings, shock, the Edmonton Oilers. Sacramento Kings uh, beat the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green got kicked out of the game. He stomped on Sabonis' stomach. We'll get to that after. we got George Kurtz kicking with us right now. Uh, Me and George are both on the Dallas Stars right now. 16 uh, minutes left in double overtime, George. Let's hope things uh, end better than they just did in Edmonton for us. It's a real come down. It's going to be depressing. Matthias just said my look on my face was depressing after they lost. This could be this could be depressing as well after. It's really they just I just you know turn everything over and go to bed. That's it. What are you going to do? I mean. uh... We all have those. I, the, the night was, was, like I said, this is sort of a, um, I am playing with house money. Right now I'm even. I, this would put me up money here. But I was up, I would thought I was going to have a good night. Right? I was, I was even with three games left that I all had money on. Lost on the Dodgers, and they blew a lead. Right? Dustin May, thanks. Thanks for nothing, Dustin. Lost on the Edmonton, they blew a lead. And now it looks like, uh, you know, Dallas, if they lose, they will have blow, blown a lead as well. Only a one-goal lead, but blown a lead nonetheless. So uh, it'd be frustrating. It would definitely be frustrating. We all have these nights. I mean, there are nights where I go to bed early because the, the 7 o'clock games aren't going my way. Nothing went my way. I'm, I'm going, that's it. I need, I need another day. I need another night. Yankees lost, lost everything. Fantasy, gambling. Everything's terrible. I'm going to bed. You know, I'm looking right now, and I'm in a similar situation. You know, I have more wins than losses, so we hit the Warriors-Kings over 216.5. We lose with the Dodgers as well. We hit with the Cubs. Um, you know what? I was. You know when you're kind of lucky, George? I didn't get my San Diego bet in on time. I like San Diego as a dog tonight, but when they were down two nothing, they were plus two and a half. It was two nothing right away. It was plus two and a half, and I clicked it, and they lost two nothing. So I won that bet. Got lucky there. I lost the over of the Kings Warrior game. I did win with the Kings. Uh, I lose with the under six and a half with the Kings Oilers. Uh, I put a big play in on the 76ers, George, when they were down. Even though you and I already had them in that parlay. Um, they came back. Lose with the Blue Jays. Lose my Curry prop. This was a nice little run, though, we had here. Boston Bruins, Sixers win. Under five and a half, Islanders, Canes win. Um, same game uh, Same game uh, parlay. Um, Carolina Hurricanes to win under eight and a half. I put 250 on that to win 411. That was a winner. We took a Texas Ranger, Philadelphia 76er parlay. That one. The Giants and the Marlins under seven and a half one. We lost with the Rays. So more, you know, more wins than losses. But I'd really like to end strong here, George, with this Dallas win. Like, it's a big difference for me here. It'd be a big swing. Yeah, I don't know if I'm just being a pessimist or an optimist. I just don't want to, uh, I don't want to end on three straight losses. That would bother me. All right. Yeah, here, especially there's nothing to bounce back. Man, that was close. Uh, Everything just went wrong. And that's what really, uh, this shouldn't happen. You know, I know we only think about the losses, we don't think about the wins, but can you remember the, last, ever remember the last time when you won three straight games late at night that you were behind in all three? No. It doesn't happen often enough. All right, so still 2-2 here. Dallas uh, Dallas just missed a great scoring opportunity as well. Let me uh, let me ask you about tomorrow. So the Rangers, game one. Tomorrow, I miss, I'm kicking myself, George. I didn't play all four games to go to overtime. We would have made money. I played I played the Canes game with the Islanders to go to overtime, even though I thought these two. And I just loaded up. I was like, ah, whatever. I'm just, you know, I got a lot of money on the basketball and everything, so I didn't start getting cuter. But uh, Rangers-Devils tomorrow. Let's start off with this one. The Devils are minus 130. Uh, the total is five and a half in this game. What do you think about the Devils and Rangers? Yeah, I'm on the Rangers here. I think the Rangers are sort of that sleeping giant uh, in the Eastern Conference here. Uh, I mean, they have like all, they almost have an all-star team there. You know, Kane, Sarasenko, Panarin, Sabanajet, Kreider. Uh, I know I left out guys as well here. Uh, you got Fox on D. Shostakovich uh, is there. I mean, if the Devils can't play that up-tempo game and use that speed to put the Rangers on their heels, I mean, I'm going to have a tough time seeing the uh, the Devils win this series. Where's their advantage? I just keep going, where, where is the devil's advantage in this? Does anybody trust Vanacek? I don't. I like the Rangers a whole bunch tomorrow, and in the series for that matter. I like the Rangers in the series as well. I'm somewhat surprised. I was surprised to see the number with the Devils favored. I guess it's because of the home ice advantage. But you know, listen, you're there in that Ranger fans are going to take that building over, George. It's cheaper to get in there than it is MSG, bro. Like, they're going to go to those games in, in Newark. They're going to take that building over. 
Oh, agreed. No argument for me. You're 100% correct <laughs> about both parts. Yeah, it's much cheaper to get the Prudential than it is the Garden. Yeah, and, you know, there's Devil fans, but they're going to get pushed aside by the price. Like, how many season ticket holders do the Devils really have? Yeah, what? Not seriously. 9,000, 10? Like, how many, like, I, you know, how many do they really have? So there's going to be a lot of tickets on the market. Like I said, Ranger fans have money, and it's expensive to get into Madison Square Garden a regular season. Oh, oh man, Minnesota nearly just won the game. Dallas, Ottinger, massive save there, George. Ooh, you see that? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I'm trying I'm trying to have my heart stay in my uh, rib cage. Do you want triple Red overtime, or do you want to get this over with? <laughs> I want to get it over with, man. Uh, in my favor. I mean, if it's got to go triple overtime at Dallas to win, hey, I'll stay up a little later. No problem. Here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's. Uh, but you already least, said, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm more calm because I'm on the air with you. If I wasn't on the air with you, I'd be, I'd be pacing back and forth in my. Uh, so that's my what I figured. That's here. what I'm here for. You would, yeah, yeah. So I was going to ask yeah, you. Yeah, probably that. yelling at the TV. Because you already say when you do the show late, late night hours, you're on the East Coast, that it takes a little while to wind down after the show. It takes me hours um, to wind down. But now you throw in this overtime playoff hockey, you'd be all wired up anyways right now, even if you weren't with us. Yeah, the only way, uh, way I'd be going to bed, I said, uh, I'll lose that real quick if Dallas loses. I'm like, Everything will just drain out of my body. Because I'll be uh, yeah, like, ah, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. That's, How do that's I lose three straight? How does this happen sleep. to me? Yeah, yeah. You turn everything off. <laughs> I'm not saying I'll sleep, by the way. I'm saying I'll go to bed. And then I'll just replay everything in my head. You know, until I do fall asleep. What do you do, though? For me personally, when the night is done, sort of hit or miss. Like, I won't watch sports or stuff. Like, uh, after the show is done here, because I'm doing two shows a day, after the show is done, I'll watch something else that has nothing to do with sports. I usually watch The Twilight Zone or Alfred Hitchcock. Um, and then, you know, I get into Mannix. Cannon comes on at, like, 3 a.m. That's when I know I'm right. All right, it's getting a little late for to be watching this stuff. But then after, like, an hour or so... I will take a look at the overnight, and I'll start to sort of, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll put a little work in overnight, but I'll, I'll forget about tonight. You know what I'm saying? I'll move on to tomorrow already, tonight. I generally give myself, once, to, once, once I wake up tomorrow, then tonight doesn't matter anymore. It's on to the next day. You know, on to Cincinnati. But um, like I said, I will replay it in my head uh, while I'm lying there in bed. I will. And I'll also be going through, okay, what am I going to do tomorrow? You know, what do we, what do we like tomorrow? Uh, I won't go to bed right away, probably not, because like you, uh, I'll watch something that's not sports-related. And usually it's one of my, uh, I have a million, million DVDs. And right now I'm watching Two and a Half Men. So that'll be good to get, I'll get my mind over it, you know, live at that, uh, live at that stuff there. Uh, and then I'll probably, you know, go on Twitter, check out the news, see if anything late happened. It's about that time, maybe half hour, 45 minutes, hour, where I'll calm down some. And then maybe look at some baseball stats, stuff like that. <laughs> Hopefully Dallas can get this done for us here. Uh, people in Dallas are starting to get tired, you can see. At least on one side. It's funny. One side of the rink, everyone's sitting. On the other side of the rink, everybody's standing. I don't know what's up with that, but must you know, must be a drunker side or something. But 2-2, two, two, 12 minutes Dallas, left. Right? Oh, are they two? Wow. No, they're, they're an hour behind. So it's 1 a.m. in Dallas. Yeah, it's not too bad. But it's catching up. You know, they get there before the game and stuff. I'm not going to hold it against them for, you know. Look, Dallas, the player, Dallas Stars are buzzing around still. They're doing everything they can. They're not getting in now, but Dallas are starting to get a little bit more tired in that they're hitting a the wall at the blue line. They're trying to dump it in and stuff. This game could go on a while, and as I say that, I'm probably reverse mushing it by saying that, George. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, me, whatever I say, the opposite is probably going to happen. So the totals five and a half in this game. The, um, Devils did beat the Rangers three to four times this year, George. Rangers have had success. Total is just a little light at five and a half. I don't have a strong opinion, and I'm not really ready to pull the trigger on the under here. No, because they played some games with. Like I said these teams have uh, they've choked up some two goal leads here, so they have scored against each other. A lot of that's because back then Shostakovich wasn't playing all that well back then. He's played better, not up to his level. I think he has another level to give here, but I'm not feeling all that confident with the uh, with the total either here. But I will have some player props tomorrow. About uh, like I think Jack Hughes, I'll probably take him to get either a goal or an assist. I think he'll score. He'll get oh on the scoreboard tomorrow. God. Yeah, I'm watching it too. How? I thought that I was it. Your, I thought that I was it. I want to see a replay. 
I want to see a replay of that. How did that not go in? Did it hit the stick in front and deflect? So first I think he off, hit the stick in front. Oh my god! Man, Gabe, you're ahead of me by like seven seconds, along with everybody here on the West Coast. He did. He hit the for stick a second, in I thought front. The wild the score because, because of what was going on. <laughs> that was an empty net. Oh my god! Number well, seven deflected first it. Off, First off, it was like the Edmonton game. Minnesota had a chance to score, and Buddy passed. It was like a two-on-one type of thing. It happened fast. He passed the puck to Buddy in the slot, but Buddy fell on his own. You know, the ice gets bad now, guys. Dallas doesn't have the best ice. It gets bad when it's like, you know what I mean? These guys have been skating on forever. You can only save it so many times. Like, there's ruts in the ice now. There's going to be holes and stuff, little things. That's a blatant. All right, we 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 got a power play coming up here. Minnesota right, on, gets called go. for tripping. This this has what? to be the end right here. <laughs> has to be the end. Wow. And then and then after, buddy, the minute the Minnesota defenseman just saved the game because the puck, the net was empty. Like I don't know, like I was like the game's over right here. He's gonna put a puck in the net. All right, Dallas. Yeah, this is it, Dallas. You're in a way. If you're Dallas, you need to score on this power play. Like, because you can see that Dallas's legs are starting to slow down, which means anything random could just happen at some point in this game. Like, you can see both teams are slowing down here, and the puck is just sort of bouncing randomly around. The crowd is suddenly into it again. They got to bury this here, George. Two minutes. They got to bury this. 10.49 left in double overtime. They're dominating. This, this, this has to be the end. Just has to be the end. That was a great play by number seven. Yeah, I, I said that 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 was yeah, game over. You're gonna over, give right? life to Minnesota too if you don't score. They're gonna right. be all fired up because they just did jazzed, like get yeah. a game-saving play. Oh my! Well, Jamie Ben's gonna put it home. Jamie Ben. They just did. They just hit the goalpost. I think they just hit the goalpost. The side. They hit the goal. post. My God, that was a great shot. <laughs> it was a bullet. And I'm like, did I go in and out? Hit the post. It just won't go in for them. Here's Robertson in the crowd. They just won't go in. All right, four on the other second. They score here. Come on, man. Score. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. George Kurtz kicking with us on the Sports Grid Radio and Television Networks. Scoop Jackson will join us in about 10 minutes at time. We'll talk NBA with Scoop. We'll see if this game comes to a, uh, a conclusion. Uh, Dallas Stars still on the power play right now. Only 27 seconds left in the power play, though. 
And at some point, they're only going to have themselves to blame if they lose this game. They've had numerous opportunities, open nets, semi-open nets. They've had a lot of scoring chances, and there's bad puck luck, but at the same point in time, you got to bury your chances because uh, Minnesota's going to bury one at some point. Um, and, you know, they're doing everything right. They just keep firing the puck at the net. They just won't go in, but just keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, maybe eventually, for the record, Gustafson right now has just set a, uh, a wild record. The guy's got like 49 saves in his playoff debut. So, uh, George, um, you like the Rangers. Um, what about the total tomorrow? What, what, what are you doing with the total? Over, under, five and a half. I'm not, I, I kind of lean the over, but I'm not gonna, I have no bet on the total right now. I'm going to go more player props after the Rangers. Lightning and Maple Leafs. The Leafs are a lot like the Edmonton Oilers, right? There's always hype. They, they kill in the regular season. They have a bunch of superstars. And then they let their fans down in the postseason. I know it's only one game, but with all the negativity around the Leafs, it'll happen quickly. You know, they haven't won a playoff series since 2004, George. Big game for the Leafs tomorrow. Who do you like? Game one. I like the Leafs. I think this is going to be their their year or their series. They'll beat Tampa Bay. They'll make up for the, uh, the Game 7 loss last year. I, think I, I just have not liked how Toronto Tampa Bay has played here. They've pretty much taken a last month off here. Give me the Leafs tomorrow. You know, I like the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. I was thinking the Vegas Golden Knights were going to beat uh, Winnipeg in the series. But looking at this game, I don't know. My gut tells me it wouldn't surprise me if Winnipeg actually surprised them tomorrow night. I agree. I agree. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Peg as well. Laurent Brassard starting for uh, Vegas. Not in love with that. Winnipeg are plus 128. The total is five and a half. We'll wrap up with George on the other side. We'll get his thoughts on Jalen Hurts. We'll get you caught today with the NFL draft odds before we're done tonight. Scoop Jackson, the great Scoop Jackson, will join us to talk NBA. This is Sports Rage. BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.